We've seen over the last few days loads of people, loads of British people winning medals. Yes. And it's been really exciting. And each time we've heard them speaking on the telly, they've been really chuffed to bits. They've been thrilled with what's been going on. But actually, one thing that has really struck me is virtually without fail, they've all said thank you to their coaches, thank you to their teammates in Team GB. They said thank you to their families. In, in each case, they've recognised that yes, they've done the bit of winning the medal, but there are other people that have been a part of that and, and kind of in a way have earned a bit of that medal themselves. And that's why I, I love this flag because it's got Team GB on it. Because actually, whilst each athlete that wins has it wrapped around their shoulders and, and, and takes the applause, there's that sense of team. And in a number of the events, you just sense that as, as they've kind of gone to other people and just, just been so thrilled that they're a part of it. Now then, what I would like us to do, some of the children uh, last week started doing something in Sunday school where they were thinking a little bit about that, where we were trying to, to think rather than having um, Team GB, but having Team FB as in Team Fivehead Baptist. And uh, what they didn't get to do last week was to make a banner to say, go Team FB, and to be thinking about how each of them might be a part of a team that's, that's a part of a church. And so for the next few minutes, whilst I'm talking um, to the adults just for a couple of minutes, um, Angela and maybe one or two other adults, if they would be able to help, are going to try to decorate and make a banner that says, Go Team FB, Go Team Fivehead Baptist. Because actually, as we, we listen and, and, and look at what's been said in that little Bible passage, there's such a need for us to be team together, to run the race for Jesus. So if you are a, 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 um, a child who's probably kind of... Um, primary school or younger then you are very welcome to come and join down here and just be a part of that for a minute and um, I'm just going to talk to, to, to the adults for a second just to, to think a little bit more about that passage that we read about being an athlete now that little bible passage that I, I, I read for us this morning comes as part of a, a bigger letter to some of the earliest followers of Jesus. And it actually is something of, it kind of acts a little bit like a team talk. You've probably all heard of, of kind of football managers' team talks at half-time where supposedly cups of tea get thrown across the changing room because the team's not playing well. And, and berating the players to try and raise their game. Well, Paul, in this letter, doesn't quite do that but he does speak very strongly to the people of a place called Corinth where there were a bunch of people that were following Jesus just after Jesus had died risen and gone to heaven and Paul's letter and what he says about being in a race about running a race so as to win the race 
is really striking. Because actually, just like with the answers we got about the athletes, there are three things that struck me about following Jesus as, a, as running a race. The first thing is that actually it does require focus. It does require us to keep on fixing our eyes on Jesus. The second thing is it's a, it's a lifelong pursuit. Think about how many of these athletes we've seen on the TV have been training for years and years and years. Well, following Jesus is a lifelong thing. It's not just a once in a, in a moment thing. And the third thing that strikes me is that it does require other people. And you see what Robbie and Laura have done today acknowledges all of that. It acknowledges that to follow Jesus requires focus. It acknowledges that, that actually to follow Jesus is a lifelong thing. And it acknowledges that to follow Jesus, other people need to be involved. That's why we stood up and stood together as church to say, we stand with you. Now, why would, why would we do that? Why would we go to all the bother of being focused and, 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 and looking for other people to help us? Because as Paul said in his, his letter, it's not for medals. I, I've, I, I have to confess, I've really got into the Olympic thing. And I've had goosebumps when some of those medal ceremonies have happened, as you see the emotion on the, the faces of the athletes. And I don't want to kind of uh, diminish that achievement, because that achievement is massive. But of course, five years from now, those athletes will still be gold medalists. But their moment will have gone. Maybe they'll have just won another medal. Maybe they'll be continuing to be successful. But maybe they'll pick up an injury. Maybe they'll retire from competitive sports. And that moment of winning that prize will have gone. And so we don't, we don't follow Jesus for a moment of recognition, wonderful as that is, and I, I applaud those athletes. But that moment last night when Jessica Ennis won is a moment in time. And actually Paul talks about the fact that we follow Jesus for a different prize. Two prizes actually. One, there's a prize in eternity, in God's presence where the world is unspoilt by sin, by decay, by disease. Where we're in heaven, in other words. And there's an eternity that is a prize for those who follow Jesus. But actually, there's also a now prize. Because when Jesus came to earth, he said, I came that you might have life in all its fullness. So this isn't just about pie in the sky when you die, and it's not pie in the sky, but it's not just about something that is yet to happen, it's about something that is now. See, life is challenging. I bet you if I was to go around the room, every single one of us could talk about challenges in life. 
But God wants to walk with us now. God wants to guide us and shape us. God wants to shape Bethany Rose and guide her. God wants to challenge us. God wants to enable us. See, just like an athlete starting out, being a follower of Jesus doesn't instantly make you perfect. Doesn't instantly make you a goody two-shoes. In fact, when you, when you ask to follow Jesus, you acknowledge the complete opposite. You say, actually, I, I, I do mess up my life doing it my own way. And I need God's help and God's part in my life. But over time, with that focus, with that decision to be a lifelong follower of Jesus, God will help us to grow and to become more and more like him. See, when Jesus came to the earth to die for us, he came that he wanted to, to bring about a relationship with, with himself that would last forever. And he dealt with our sin, the things that, that makes us do our own thing. The thing that, that enables us to, to kind of mess up time and again. He wanted to deal with that and he did that when he died and rose again. And he calls us to follow him. And so in this passage, just like an athlete wants to improve their time, I can't believe that those women cyclists broke a world record every time they got in the track. How amazing is that? But God wants us bit by bit, maybe not in that spectacular way, but maybe just gently to grow and to become more and more like the people he created us to be. So today as we watch the Olympics or listen to the Olympics or maybe try and run away from the Olympics because we've had it up to here, I just encourage you to think. Maybe today you need to refocus yourself on Jesus. A little bit like Rebecca Adlington as she deals with the disappointment of not getting that gold that she thought she was up for. Maybe she, she's kind of going through that process of saying, well, what am I going to do next? Maybe today you need to refocus. Or maybe today you need to take up a new focus by following Jesus. I saw some rowing coaches this morning that were saying, you know, the rowing event is over. But actually, if you've been inspired by that, then please get in touch with your rowing club and get on and try it out. And maybe today it's about taking up a focus that you've never done before by following Jesus. Or maybe, a little bit like Mo Farah in the Olympic arena last night, you just need encouragement. I reckon the crowd gave him an extra 10 yards last night because it was deafening. And actually, standing together with a church wherever you are, we're not perfect people, but we can encourage one another to keep going. And I'd really encourage you as we watch the Olympics play out to think about that passage in 1 Corinthians 9 and to run the race for Jesus with a focus on getting to the end as a winner.